You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Welcome to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Today we are talking about Aparigraha. Aparigraha is one of the niyamas of yoga. Niyamas are personal ethics that yogis live by. Aparigraha is Sanskrit for non-hoarding, non-greediness, non-envy, non-possessiveness, non-attachment. So there's a lot of places we can go with this. And I actually have multiple podcast episodes on letting go on this topic of holding on to things. But today we're going to take it in a little bit of a different direction. There's lots of ways we can apply this non-hoarding, non-possessiveness, and it can be physical like minimalism, decluttering, decluttering your mind, brain chatter, all those types of things. But I'm going to take you on a little bit of a different ride today. I love this description of something that they used to do in ancient India to capture monkeys. I think it really captures the point of a parigraha. They'd put out a small cage with really narrow bars with small openings with a banana right in the middle of the cage. The monkeys come, they reach in, grab the banana, and then they try the impossible task of pulling the banana out. The bars are too narrow and they can't get it out. And then what happens is the monkeys' captors come up behind them and just easily grab the monkeys. Here's the crazy thing. The monkeys are completely free when the captors come. They All they have to do to get away and take off and run is let go of the banana, but they won't do it. <laughs> so they're just very easily taken into captivity. I think this analogy demonstrates a parigaha perfectly because often all we have to do is let go of our own like bananas, the own things that we hold on to so deeply that we want so bad and we'll be free. We'll feel better. We won't be taken captive. We won't feel stuck anymore, but we hold on just like the monkeys. We hold on so tight and it ends up binding us. It ends up taking us captive. We lose our freedom. Holding on to the banana or holding on to anything and being free are two mutually exclusive states. So if we're unable to change, if we're unable to be fluid, if we're unable to release and let go of things, unable to attach, we lose greater freedom. That resistance to change and holding on to things is what keeps our minds grounded to this earth, grounded to where we're at, grounded to who we are, which would be great except when we don't want to stay there, right? Like it's fine for the monkey to hold the banana until the captor comes, until it's not where we want to be anymore. So we have to learn how to let things go. We have to be willing to release things for a greater good. Imagine this, you guys, like what if you could let go of things the way you let go of your breath? Taking in all the nourishment that your breath has to give you and then letting it go fully, trusting that there'd always be another one to fill you up again. That's the problem right there is that lack of trust, that lack of faith that there'll be another one, that there'll be more. And this is where abundant mindset comes in and why people who truly practice letting go are the most generous the most giving, the most abundant people they are. And when you think of abundant people, you think of people who are very light and airy and free and all the things we want to be. That So this is the practice that gets you to abundance is learning to let go. Then you'll be able to trust and fill up on the breath and then just trust that there's another one. And that's the whole idea here. So let's talk for a second about like what are the bananas that we hold on to so deeply that we get caught up in that hold us back in our life. I'm going to start off with stuff, physical things. 
I think this is a good time to take an audit of your home, of your car, of your yard. What are the things that are weighing you down? What are the things when you look around in your house that are not bringing beauty, that are not bringing satisfaction? What are the things that you are holding on to that no longer serve you? That's the first thing I want you to do is just take an audit of your life. I really love the practice of minimalism. I love the practice of decluttering because when we declutter and we get all these distractions away from us, we're able to focus on what really matters. And I really believe that our physical environment matters and it really affects how we feel spiritually and how we feel emotionally. So I really want to invite you guys to really take an audit of your possessions. What do you hold on to that's no longer serving you? I'm going to give you some examples of things that a lot of people hold on to that I find interesting. We hold on to like old sentimental things. And I think there's a place for a little bit of that, but like boxes and boxes in the attic of just old things, old past memories. Let's just take a look at like, is that serving you or is it just every time you have to move or make a change in your environment is it actually making it more difficult i really want you to take a look at that another thing is just like physical items in america especially i just feel like we we have so much abundance we are such a blessed country we've been given so much and i believe where much is given much is expected much is required so we've been given so much but i think a lot of us have become very lazy and have taken part in excess so we have like 5,000 pens, 5,000 towels, 5,000 forks, you know, like just so much stuff. I really think it would do us all well to go through one room at a time and just decide what is actually serving me, what is bringing me peace, what makes me feel lighter and really do the work of letting go. And I know for a lot of you that it's scary to let go of things because you have that thought of like, well, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if I need this? What if I'm sad that I let this go? What if I regret it? What if is not a great question to ask. Instead, I want you to ask better questions to yourself. Instead, I want you to ask, like, does this bring me true joy? Is this serving me and my family and my life right now? These things really matter. Does this take me where I'm wanting to go or is it holding me back? Do I feel present in my space or do I feel distracted and cluttered? So that's the first thing is physical things would just do us well, all of us, to get rid of some things and do our best to not buy things that aren't serving us, to be abundant and give and be generous and give more. So the next thing I think is expectations. We hold on to expectations and they end up not serving us in any way. (laughs) We have expectations of how people should behave, the rules people should follow. And even if those rules are rules you want to follow, I'm all for having deciding what the rules are for your own life and what rules you're going to follow. When we have expectations for other people to follow our rules, it ends up creating bondage for ourselves because we have no control over other people. We don't have control over what people do. Even if we try, you guys, if we could, we would, but we just don't have that type of control. So thinking that people should be different than they are is not serving you or them. Judgment doesn't change behavior. Shoulds end up keeping you stuck. It's like the banana, right? We're holding on to this. He should be better. My husband should help around the house more. 
yes, we can totally ask for requests from people and we can desire certain things. But when we hold these shoulds so strong in our hand, they end up being the weapon that actually makes the opposite things happen in our life. So I love the thought, strong convictions loosely held. Like, I want you guys to have strong beliefs. I want you to have strong desires, but we want to hold them loosely, especially for other people and be malleable, be fluid, be able to make changes and deal with the fact that different things are going to happen. People are going to act differently than we expect. And when we can really let go of those expectations and just make new decisions in the present moment of how we're going to handle each moment, I think that that serves us greatly. Another thing that we can let go of that a lot of us don't want to let go of is old grumblings and conflicts. How much better would life be if we could just let go of our past like hurts? When people do things to us and we feel conflict, it's such a heavy burden for us to carry. I think of this as like a cactus. So many of us hold on. This person did this to me. And it's like holding on to a cactus as hard as you can. This person did this to me and we're just holding, holding, holding. And the way that we could feel better is if we just let go of the cactus. Just release the cactus. And then we'll put that healing balm of what I think is the atonement on our hand after. And it will heal it completely. But the first step is just to let it go. So take another internal audit. Like what are conflicts in your heart? What are old grumblings or past hurts that you maybe need to let go of that you can release to make you lighter to make you feel better it's not even for the other person it's to bring lightness to you abundance to you you can trust you can trust that the next moment after that letting go is actually going to be lighter and even better than where you're at now okay another banana in a lot of our lives is like status and success Our egos, man. We just want so bad to have status and success in this world. And we have to just be really aware of that and not hold the banana so tight, not hold on to that so tight. Now, this is where people get confused a lot of times. They're like, well, does that mean I shouldn't desire success or status or I shouldn't desire to have different physical things in my life or I shouldn't have any expectations? No, it's like the banana. When we hold too tightly, when the captor comes and we won't let it go in order to be free, when it becomes too heavy, that's when we really need to let it go. So just be aware. I think a lot of us hold on to to this desire for success, for status, to be well-liked. And especially my Enneagram 3 friends, I have a little bit of you in me, so I get it. We just want to be really aware of that and notice it and realize how little of importance it actually has. So let's keep going. Past identities. We love to hold on to our past identities. Oh my goodness, I coach on this all the time. People want to create something new. They want a new goal that they're going to work on. They want to accomplish something different. They want to get better at something. But then they tell me about how they've never done it before but that they've tried it once, but they weren't able to do it. And they're looking to their old past identity to create a new future identity. It doesn't work. Past identities will create a very predictable future. You will be creating the same identity you have created before when you look to that identity to see what's possible. So just be very aware when you look to the past to see what's possible in the future, it takes away the aspect of faith. And then we're unable to create those miracles in the future. So 
what else? Our reputations, our ego, our identities, our status, our success, our safety. I think that we hold so deeply. So many of us have this attachment to safety and like comfort. And I, I want you to just notice it and be aware of it. It's fine to want to be comfortable, but the fact that when you hold on so tight to it that you aren't willing to do other things that will get you where you're trying to go, we just have to be aware of it that it's actually the thing that's holding you back now. So we don't want to hold so tightly food. Food's something we hold so tightly. I need this. I need this. I need this. I need this. Let's just be aware, like, just like the breath, right? Even things that are so nourishing, like the breath, when held on to too long, become toxic and end up can be the thing that kills you, right? So it's the same thing with food. When food becomes so important to us, when we're unwilling to change and unwilling to, I guess, just be flexible and like ride the waves, that's when we lose the ability to have freedom. We lose the ability to have these things in a way that's healthy and productive and good. So our brain loves to identify with anything in this physical world. Identifying, I believe, with anything other than the spirit or God or our highest self is an act of the ego. And the ego is an identifier. So we just want to be really careful about those things that we're identifying with and just make sure are they things that are taking me where I want to go. And is this earth or the things of this world where I want to be long term? And if not, then we need to let those go and identify with more spiritual things or even identify with God. Learning how to consistently let things go we want so badly is how we actually grow the competency or the capacity to have those things that we want so badly. All over in spiritual text is stories of people who let go of what they wanted and then ultimately got what they wanted. <laughs> um, Abraham. Let's start with Abraham. Abraham wanted a son. Him and Sarah wanted a son. They finally had one. And then he gets told he needs to take him on the, the mountain to sacrifice him. I think this is such a good analogy for us. We might not be asked to sacrifice our actual child, but I think God was trying to teach everyone a lesson with that story. And that it's we are going to have to sacrifice the things we want the most in order to have the things we want the most. And right, he was so serious about it. He was willing to do it right before he was had to do it, had to let it go. What happens? The angel comes and says, you don't need to do this. You can have your son. And so that's just one story in the Bible, but I could name so many from like the Bhagavad Gita, from the Quran, where just different people are tasked with letting things go, and it's actually the thing that causes the competency and the capacity for them to have. I'll give you another example, freedom from versus freedom to. I've talked about this in so many of my podcast episodes lately because it's so good. It's such money. So if you want the freedom to have six-pack abs, you will have to probably sacrifice some things along the way, right? We're going to have to and the freedom to have the abs requires the freedom from eating junk food all the time or the freedom from never exercising. So it's the same thing. When we want something, we have to be willing to let things go. We have to be willing to sacrifice. One of my favorite quotes ever is by Deepak Chopra. And he says, holding on to anything is like holding on to the breath. You will suffocate. To get anything in the physical universe, we must first be willing to let it go. Now, I hope I've convinced you that holding on to things is actually going to make you stuck. I hope I've convinced you that you want to let things go. So let's talk about why we don't and how we can start to. 
Well, first of all, our brains see it as risky. (laughs) If we're not grounded to the earth, what are we grounded to? It feels like we're free falling. I think of the trapeze artists, right? And like the moment they're flying in the air and then they have to let go. And there's this whole like couple seconds until they hit the other bar and they jump to the other bar and they grab hold of it and then they're grounded again. In order to let things go, there is this moment of like free falling and it's scary feeling. And so the natural man, the the part of you that is just human, the human, the fallen part of you is going to resist it so much. But we have to overcome the natural man, right? We want to have power over the natural man. We don't want to be led by the natural man. We're training the animal here. So we're going to train the animal to see it not as risky anymore. In fact, I like have been starting to train my brain when I I notice that it starts to do this into thinking like it's kind of fun though. Like that jump is kind of fun instead of like this is so scary. But it takes walking into it and doing it to actually see the results of like, okay, but on the other side, I'm going to grab onto this other bar and it's going to be safe and steady and I'm going to be fine. There's a great book by Gay Hendricks called The Big Leap, which kind of talks about this, how like when we're moving forward in our life, we're making change. Often we self-sabotage ourselves because we have to make this big leap and it's so scary to our brains. And so the brain's like, turn around, turn around, turn around, don't jump, don't jump. But after we make that leap, we land on solid ground and it feels a lot better. And a lot of times midair, what happens is people make that leap and they fall and then they have to start over. So we really just want to trust. This really, Apari Graha comes down to trusting. So here's the thing, you guys. It's not that we own nothing. It's just that nothing owns us. It's not that you have no possessions. It's just that no possessions own you. When you can't let something go, it has power over you. You lose freedom. It's not that we don't have thoughts. It's not that we don't reach for dreams or desires. It's just that we don't let them have control. The second it starts owning you, I want you to do an audit. You're just going to do a little thought audit. Like what's going on in my brain? And I like to journal this stuff out. Like I'll just write it out. Or I like to talk to people about it. Talk to my coach. Talk to my friends. And I'm like, okay, I think this is getting too much power over me. I know it was social media. It's really weird for me. Like it just starts to have too much power over me. I start to compare on there. I start to be like wanting to get on there too much when I don't really, like my higher brain doesn't want to get on there. I have to do a little audit of like, I'm going to let this go for a minute. And it's actually really healthy for me. So I'm going to give you a little lesson in energy. I believe everything is energy. And I think that the laws of the universe are based on that. So all over in spiritual texts, like I talked to you about, it's about letting go and trusting God and God gives you what you want when you do it. I can quote so many scriptures about that. that That's like, if you ask and it's right, I will give it to you, right? So I think this is an energy exchange. Let me explain. If something is chasing you, what do you do? You run, right? Like if something's chasing me, I'm going to start running. Think about it in dating. You remember when we used to date? If someone's chasing too hard, it makes people want to run. When they get like, think about like an over-possessive boyfriend. What does that do to the girl? It makes her want to run. Same with vice versa. When people get super possessive, there's this energy exchange that happens. They don't have to say anything. You felt it. Like when you were dating, you could try to play hard to get, but people can tell. People are excellent at reading energy. So when you're pushing towards something, I need it, I need it, I need it. There's this energy exchange happening. And then the other thing runs. 
It's just like the way it works, right? So when we're holding on to something so tight or chasing it, it tends to run from us. We can't have it. And then we go even more crazy and we chase harder. But I believe that the things that we want lightly come easily. That things that are put in their rightful place magnetize towards us. Letting go and being fluid with change, aka like a lot of different spiritual texts would call this repentance or transition, actually grows our capacity to have the results that we want. So cool, right? Non-attachment frees us up to be fully there for life, fully there for others, fully there to soak up the goodness of life. The fewer attachments we have, the lighter and less heavy we feel. Guys, like a bird can't hold its perch and fly at the same time. And same with us. We can't be weighed down with attachment and be free at the same time. I know if you're listening to this podcast, you have a desire to be free. So what is it that you're going to let go of? When Jesus said he would make our burdens light, he said, like, take my yoke upon me. My burden is light and my yoke is easy. It's because he had trained his animal within him to let go of the banana and sometimes to not even go to the banana. There are certain things we don't want any attachment. We don't even want it, right? But then there's also things we want and we have to make sure that they don't have power over us like the banana and the captors, monkeys, right? Practicing, I believe, constant generosity is going to keep us in the right headspace to be practicing a parigraha and then fully trusting what comes after you make that big leap keeps us in check with our attachments. Like the breath, when things are held too long, they become toxic to us, even things that nourish us. So, what do you guys think? <laughs> I like a parigraha. One of my favorite quotes. I'm going to end the podcast with this quote. It's let go or be dragged. Your attachments are holding you back. Let's do the work. Let's do the difficult, uncomfortable work. Let's train the animal to let go of the banana and to put it in its rightful place and go live free. Let's train the animal to fly instead of hold to the perch. This is the work. I love this work. We are going to do this work in my app that's coming out so soon. I am so excited. We are going to be training the animal every month. Every month, we're going to have a mindset class where I'm going to teach you deep, deep information about how to train your brain, how to be the boss of your brain. And then you're going to have a prompt to answer some questions. And then we're going to go even deeper in a live Q&A stream. And then there's going to be journal prompts for you. You can do the work. That After that, we're going to have meditations every month that are going to help you train the animal within. They're going to help you rewire those neuropathways in your brain and build better software so that you can go out throughout your day doing the things that you want to do without attachment. We're going to do it in a state of gratitude and happiness and joy. We're going to rewire the brain for that. And then, you guys, the thing I'm just so excited about, we're going to do challenges together. We're going to do physical challenges where we're going to push ourselves to be uncomfortable, to show ourselves what we can do. We're going to push ourselves into discomfort, and it is going to be so good. We're training the animal. I hope to see you in the app. It's coming very soon, so keep your eyes peeled. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks.